Do you have LeBron or Anthony Davis as your finals MVP? I have no as idea. As of right now. I have no idea, honestly. They, uh, they're both playing obviously well. I think it'll go to LeBron. So I don't even think. I think if Anthony Davis outplayed LeBron, it would still go to LeBron. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't really have too many thoughts about it. I think, and I think the overall mood is among NBA fans is kind of deflation. Like, it was such a great season. Yeah. And it, and it looks like it's going to end in five games. I'm actually going to roll with the Heat to go six because I think they're just a really competitive team and they can steal one. I don't expect that, but I'm going to roll with that for tomorrow. Um, I'm I'm going to root like crazy, but... I think I picked in six to begin with for the Lakers. We both picked Heat and our our Lakers in six. So I think the Heat win tomorrow, then lose, I think, what would be Sunday. Sunday or Monday, so... I hope. I hope. It feels like that game four was it. And game four just came down to a Jimmy Butler mystery and a Contavious Caldwell Pope made three. And then that kind of was just the game. Yeah, because it was a really good game, and they were they were neck and neck, but it was it's one of those games where it is just deflating to go down 3-1 like that, mm-hmm. being so close. So it's It hard. felt like a swing. It really did feel like a very important game, like yeah. a must-win on both sides. Not that the Lakers couldn't have won the series. If they tied it at two, it just makes it that much harder because all the momentum's with the Heat, and now you have the best out of three series, and then anyone can win that. So I'll say this. Must-win on both sides. I'll say this. I always say like how I kind of look at the end of games going into elimination games. I like to look at the losing team's body language Mm -hmm. and the organization that they are, who they're led by, and Jimmy Butler, who's a hard-nosed player to begin with. Like before the him rising to a star, that dude's just like a hustle player. You know what I mean? That's his floor. Is like a Tony Allen, Tony Allen type. Yeah, and. uh you know, I expect them to come out and compete. I expect LeBron to be going for the throat. Like, I think LeBron's yeah. obviously going to go for the kill. I think the core, though, maybe aside from Anthony Davis, I think might come out flat. You know, I think they really think they want it. And That's Rondo, I, think, I put in the Yeah, Rondo will come out. Just because he's been there and yeah. done that. And, uh, you know, playoff Rondo's a real thing, as we've seen. And uh, so I think LeBron and Rondo will be ready. I'll be interested to see how everyone else comes out. Because obviously all those other guys... Haven't been up three one in the NBA Finals or not in the Finals at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the Heat really do have a chance specifically tomorrow. And if that happens, I can't imagine LeBron and AD losing a Game Six after a critical Game Five. You know, or a put out can, Game Five. I can't picture LeBron losing three straight. Him and Anthony Davis losing three three straight. I mean, so. that core is still shaky, but tomorrow's gonna be a tough game. But you're gonna get a desperate Heat squad. Yeah, it'll be. They need someone not named Jimmy Butler to have 25-plus uh-huh. to win that game. I th- I honestly think it has to be either either Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero. Yeah, if they get one so. of their three-point barrage games, that's the thing. It's, they're always in it. If, mm-hmm. if the Lakers were even, and I can't even really say this because they're one game away from winning, but I, you know, if they weren't capable of being such a below-average three-point shooting team, yeah. you could just write it off. But... You know, it hasn't obviously hasn't hurt them up to this point. Oh, they've done always can hurt you. Like if they mm-hmm. go, you know, if they may have a seven three pointer game, and the Heat go for seventeen, the Heat are automatically probably up in that game. You know, because that means the yeah. core is not playing well for LA. So, 
Yeah, so yeah. definitely. At, even though, obviously, you want to end in a championship, Sky, the future is bright for Miami. Uh-huh. They, stars are going to grow. Our hero, Duncan Robinson, Bam, can grow. They have money to go get players. It'll they be interesting, interesting, interesting to see what they'll do in the offseason. So. Mm-hmm. As a Heat fan, you can't be at all mad with this season. This went season went as best as it can go outside of winning a championship. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. How do you feel about the whole COVID nineteen Patriots fiasco as it's been? What are your thoughts? If I don't know if you saw it, but the uh Titans game got pushed back to Monday. Or to Tuesday. There are games that got pushed back and rearranged today, but Patriots-wise, it's... I, I, it makes it more... It makes more sense of why people sat out, like Hightower and others, yeah. because it's a, obviously COVID is a real thing to everybody, so... I, it makes it so for... On the football side of things that they could... They'll still be in the playoffs, but it could just change how like everything goes for their position because now you have no Cam Newton last week in a game that they possibly could have won, no Cam Newton this week against Denver, and then they're going to have no Stephon Gilmore plus already being down. How do you feel personnel. about them playing the game originally, though, with Cam being um, ruled out? Because I was personally surprised that they kept I that was, game. and then I wasn't because everyone tested and they weren't. True. And they're, like, that's why I was okay with it because there's three they're, players who... Tested positive previously for the Titans, and they canceled that game, correct? Yeah. With the Steelers? Yeah, and uh, I know because they said that the early Sunday morning they were going to do a test, and if everybody cleared the test, then they would then they would go about it. And interesting to see in the next couple of days if Patrick Mahomes has COVID. Because yeah, Patrick uh, Mahomes was caught. I was talking with Stephon Gilmore after the game. Yeah, and, and they're so, all touching him. I mean, all this, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see it. Well, Mahomes... Mahomes specifically, but obviously mm-hmm. everyone else on that team. Yeah, because their backup or their practice squad quarterback mm-hmm. had COVID too. I'm shocked they went through with that. I would think that being a Chiefs Patriots game, you'd want that for a primetime slot maybe later in the year. Yeah. You know, if you had the chance with fully healthy squads, I think the season's really in jeopardy of getting shut down. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, obviously the NBA and hockey, because you can put everyone in a confined area, it's going to. Mm-hmm. Obviously, go much better than the and NFL only had the postseason, mm-hmm. and the NFL because it's such an open season. But I think I don't know if we'll, I don't know. I'm kind of optimistic. I guess I'm optimistic, but I don't know if it's going to get shut down or not. If it gets shut down, it makes sense, but I hope it doesn't. I mean, I think with cases rising everywhere at this time, we're not even in flu season yet, mm-hmm. where everything's going to rise. The cases are spiking everywhere, like between Europe, here, Canada. Like, I mean, it's really never really stopped here, honestly, as far as having a dip, only in some places. But I think that combined with the travel, combined with it being tackle football, I don't know. I don't think I don't think it can survive it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. It it's hard, it's hard to be, say. It's hard to be say. It's interesting. I hope, obviously, I hope that the NFL still goes on, but it's really hard to say because... You don't know. You, you really don't know. It's kind of I think no the one, smart thing to do would no be one. to cancel it. The smart, I mean, you're losing the out sm- money, but mm-hmm. I think with the stuff, I don't know. I think that they're going to try to go as long as they possibly can, and not take like the early precaution. 
So they, it all depends. I think it kind of proves again they really don't care about their players, the NFL. No, they care about their product. Which which a product is the NFL, but I'm saying like they care about their brand making money and even though the players are they feel the players are interchangeable. So whoever they can put on the field, they're still going to sell whatever tickets because it doesn't matter if it's Tom Brady or if it's Chad Henney. That's how they feel. So I think that not not good, obviously, but yeah, I'm just I think that product or I think that way of thinking that's eventually going to come back to bite them because you'll get where you're getting now is more players retiring, more players sitting out seasons. Obviously, this is a different circumstance with it being a pandemic, mm-hmm. but. I don't know, like, you know, it's bad enough they play Sunday. Imagine playing a full contact sport like that on a Sunday and having to play that Thursday. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. it's crazy on the body. Yeah, it is. Speaking of that Thursday, uh, Bucks and Bears are right now. How do you feel about the Bucks so far this season? I mean, they've been how I thought they would be. Uh, Brady's. Brady at times looks like Tom Brady. Other times looks like a 43-year-old quarterback, mm-hmm. um, which is basically what I expected. He looks a lot better than what I expected as far as his rhythm with his receiving crew. Yeah. Having no real training camp and then bouncing right into it. And, he looks more comfortable than I thought. And and it's only going to get better because he really hasn't had Chris Godwin all season, who was, was their most productive receiver last year, even though Mike Evans is their best receiver. Yeah, it's going to get better. O.J. Howard, sadly, out for the season with a torn Achilles. So, mm-hmm. But, I mean, also, that's why you have Gronk, and they have Cameron Brait, too, as a solid tight end. So they got depth there. They'll still be good. Plenty Tom, of weapons. Tommy's definitely got his weapons. That's well, only going to enhance. Their line's playing very well this season. Yeah, the line's protecting him. You know, it, he's one hit away, but he's always one hit away. It I mean, obviously gets. I mean, everyone's really one hit away. Yeah. But, yeah the chance it, increases the older you get. Yeah, but, for you know, sure. He's going to. If he's Tom Brady, which he looked to have been, and he stays Tom Brady, they should be in the playoffs. So. Oh yeah, they're they're the best team in their division right now. Right. And it's it's because Drew Brees' arm is Rizzoni Noodle, so. So what's what music's been in your rotation lately? It's uh, now October of 2020. What's been? Give me your give me your music rundown from the winter of last year. So yeah, you know the whole year. Winter, spring, something like what's your, what's been your, like your a s- small summary of a music. small summary yeah, of yeah. my music because I couldn't give a small summary really, but I, I could try because I, I know when I ask you from time to time, it's like oh, I ain't really listening, so I feel like you get a more concise. Uh, like, what have you been really listening to lately? It's a lot of R and B ish stuff, honestly, because R and B ish, like a little bit of Khalid, a little bit of um, Chris Brown. Uh, what out? Wow, did you check out Slime and B? Young Thug and Chris Brown? No. You check that you because you like Chris Brown. I think you I like do. that. I've never been a Young Thug fan though, so that's probably why. Uh, uh, Victoria Monet had an album. Uh, Janae Aiko album. But that I've pretty much been on like that kind of R and B because I still listen to battle rap, and that's where I get my rap from. That's what's pa- up. Patiently waiting for a J. Cole or a Kendrick album. I know I did like Logic's album, so I did listen to that. I'm trying to think of other albums that have come out since. It's been a minute, but the Logic album came. Yeah, 
But that's pretty much that. It's been a lot of R&B and then the few hip-hop albums from artists that I do enjoy. I'm going to give you a couple oh, of... and Drake's uh, dem- dem- Dark Lane demo tapes. Oh, I you do. still got that in rotation, too? I do like... The- yes. Or that's because that came out what, May? May? Yes, or- in May, because it came out when we were down in Tennessee. I mean, I'm very excited for October 17th. What's October 17th? I thought it was the 19th, but I don't know my dates. But October 17th happens to be uh, Kings and Queens. It's a battle rap event where it's pretty much uh, Queen of the Ring. So they have seven seven battlers, I believe. And then URL has seven battlers, and it's a men versus women card. And I have been elated for it the entire time. I cannot wait. And then two weeks after that on Halloween... Uh, Murder Mook and Tay Rock settle differences in their battle, and so October is going to end. Tay-Rock? I might, you know what? I might watch that. So it's going to end great. Oh, that's on Halloween. On Halloween, maybe I won't watch. Maybe I don't know. It depends. We'll oh, see. Well, what I mean, on if you don't, if you want to watch it at some point, I have it on. I'll have it on the app once it True. comes out. So at any point, you could watch literally any battle that's ever happened on the app. So you like Trap Soul? Bryson Tiller's debut album. Solid, yeah. I did listen to uh, the anniversary. Yeah, how you feel by anniversary? Solid. It's kind of just Trap Soul Part Two. I mean, it sounds a lot like Trap. Like if you just, I think I told you if I just played it in the background, and I didn't know what it was, and I, I'd be like, oh, it's Trap Soul. Like it sounds yeah. exactly like Trap it's, Soul. I was gonna say I liked it, didn't love it, and I liked this, didn't love it. It's I was gonna say it's great music to have. It's a great vibe music. So. That's exactly what it is. I think it'll catch on for me anyway. Like when it comes on, usually a week or two later, I'll be like, "Oh, kind of do like this song or that song." Mm. Let's yeah, see what we got. Hundred percent. I think you might like the Division album, "Amuse and Her Feelings." Division. Do you like Division? I haven't really listened, to be honest. So I'd I recommend "Amuse and Her Feelings" by Division. That's one. How you feel about Majid Jordan? I feel like you might like them. Um, I haven't heard too much. To be completely honest with you, my diving into relatively newer artists lately have not been... I mean, they're not newer. I feel like... Because they've been around. I've, I, I haven't heard... I mean, I've seen their name here and there, but I haven't listened to them all that much. But I'm just saying my, my diving into newer artists, as I used to do very often, mm-hmm. haven't really done all that much. Well, I'm giving you a head start with this little... Because I... I think I can curate good suggestions. I have a good track record of that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll start. I'll go Majid Jordan, Division. Check out some of their, like, current projects, some of their older projects. Who else did I say? I said Slime and B, Chris Brown, Young Thug. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you a throwback. I'm going to say Stankonia, Outcast. I have listened to that. All the way through? Mm-hmm. All right, so, so, so there, like, so I'm going to, I got a good range then. Yeah, cause um, I've listened to all of Outkast's albums. Straight. Oh, word. Yeah, cause I haven't uh, listened through a lot of them because um, a lot of them are lengthy. But I I've like been listening AT to Aliens and Equimini. Mm-hmm, those are classics. Very, very good. Because one day, well, because I was listening to Andre 3000, I was like, I mean, I should listen to Outkast at some point mm-hmm. in time. So I went back and it was like 2016. And I listened to, I listened to both albums a lot. So, so if you're not listening to music, what do you what do you like? What do you listen to in the car then? Well, I mean, a lot of the I mean, I'll listen to kind of the same as I just said those songs that I'm talking about, kind of in rotation. 
Um, then if not, I'll be listening to either like different sports talk or whatever, mm-hmm. or I'll just be listening to battle rap. It's one of the three. They just kind of go in rotation. You say your main music rotation right now is like Chris Brown, Victoria Monet, Janae. Uh, yeah. Khalid. Khalid, a little. I mean, Khalid's kind of growing me a little bit. The longer his career's gone. Yeah, which I like, usually happens with me. Yeah, I was gonna say I like Khalid definitely. Still ain't um, my vibe, but like he's alright. I'm trying. Let me see if there's anyone else. But no, for mostly it's a, a lot of it's just been battle rap though too. Cause you've been on your battle rap kick for what, like almost the whole damn year, really, right? Really, I've been like. This year has been definitely, but may probably about a year, year and a half. Like it's been a while, and I'm, Damn. and that's kind of curbed your music. Yeah, you'd say? I, yeah. I don't listen to hip hop as much because of it, which is really but weird. Listen, to, but you keep up with R and B. Yeah, I guess it's because I don't know when I'm battle rap is so aggressive. So who else you listen to for R and B? Because you still, I've I've heard like the same few well, artists I mean, I over don't, the past few months. I'm. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I listen to Frank Ocean, Daniel mm-hmm. Caesar, Ariana Grande. If you count her R and B, I do. Uh, as I said, so the you R- counter more R and B than pop. Uh, she's gone into more of R and B over those last mm-hmm. over her last two albums. They're still going to be pop and they're still going to hit, but I think it's turned more into R and B and kind of mm-hmm. what R and B is today. May not be your traditional R and B, but it's turned into what more kind of more like is. pop R and B is. Yeah, kind of like Khalid, I guess. Yeah, so. kind of Khalid. It's kind of what more R and Bs consist of today. Uh, R&B's got some shades to it. I think there's so many different subsections of R&B, especially today. Yes. Um, uh, randomly, uh, Post Malone will come up every now and again. I'm not really the hugest of fans, but he's mm-hmm. definitely, there's nothing wrong with him. Yeah, Post's all right. Um, I mean, then there's Drake, uh, a little bit. I mean, no R&B, but Travis Scott here and there. LMA is another one that I like hmm. a lot. Um, I like a lot of female artists. I've come to realize. Yeah. Yeah, I happened when it, I happen to like a lot of female artists, and I listen to female artists more than male artists. Why do you think that is? Um, I genuinely think that women. I mean, I mean they may not, but I think that women sing better than men. And normally, mm. I'm in R and B, so I'm listening to their singing and kind of. So I think that's exactly why I go so tend listen- to go more. You listen more so to the voice, more so than the lyrics, you would say? Um, No, I actually listen to lyrics more than voice, but I also, lyrics, I mean, voice does matter when you're singing. What music would you say you relate to the most, as far as genre? Like, would it be R&B? Because I know... Yeah, yeah. So, on your album, should we expect more R&B than rapping? Um, It all depends. It's a mixture of both. It's a mixture, mixture of both. I'm... I relate to Drake the most out of any artist, other than when he's talking money, because I don't have that. In what way? Um, I guess the openness and the vulnerabilityness of Drake when I'm listening to his music, I relate to that more than anything else. Hmm. Him, Frank Ocean, and Daniel Caesar would be the three artists I say I relate to the most, even though Kendrick's my favorite. Got you. And J. Cole. I, J. Cole would be someone I relate to. Those four would definitely be the ones I relate to the most. Still, Kendrick's my favorite, though. Yeah, because there's a lot of... Lyricism's back, it seems like, in rap. Mm-hmm. So, 
There's a lot of there's a lot of dope lyricists that are out. I think you would like. Like I think Mozzie's one you would like. I, there's gonna be a day where it clicks again, and I'm gonna go back to where I was in 2014 and 15, and just dive into all of hip hop, and then completely wonder as if why didn't I do this before? But there's gonna be a day it clicks. Yeah, I guess that was just how it was with battle rap because battle rap's been going on for really 20 years. It's really been going on since the early 2000s, depends on like all the smack DVD eras yeah, and all pretty that. Pretty much since the inception, really. And so. Yeah. It's pretty much I've been trying to catch up on and there's so much of it so it's like catching up on what I like what I don't like and then mm-hmm. just kind of going back in the discography of all of those of all of those battle rappers and there's mm-hmm. so many battles these days like ever because there's so many different leagues so I kind of where I spend most of my time when I'm listening to things and so and all of that's aggressive so I guess when I'm listening kind to music it out. when I'm listening to music I'm listening more it relates more and it's kind of just more soothing calming got you yeah cause two things about it one 2020 is really a weird year to kinda get into new music cause mm-hmm. you're not really it's hard to be in settings when there's really nowhere to go and listen to music like that and uh you know if you're quarantining so it's I get that's kinda how it was at the start of quarantine I was kinda stuck in the music I'd been listening to at the beginning of the year, mm. I really, pretty much around May, I really started to be like, you know what, fuck it. Like, if I'm ever going to catch up on old music, I'm going to start to diverse my, diversify my playlist right now. And I yeah. really just like, I listen to music a lot already, but I'd say it's increased for sure the last six months without a doubt. Have you listened to To Pimp a Butterfly yet? Like that I have not. No, I haven't. Okay. I actually, you know what? I at one point during this quarantine plan to like go through Kendrick's whole discography. And I started, it's like a, I was listening a, to Section 80. It's a good one. Yeah, no, I mean, I've uh, listened did, to it before, no, no, but I'm, I'm trying I'm to listen saying, to it like it's a good one. Uh, all day, but I haven't. Have you listened to... Uh, oh, the other thing I was going to say was to reply to like how you said you're going to snap out of it one day. Yeah. I Around the same time, I forget it. I think it was more like 21 more than 23, because you're 23. Yeah. yeah, I think it was more so 21, 22. That's because that's when To Pimp a Butterfly came out, right? How old were you then? Uh, it was To Pimp a Butterfly came out in 2015. So that would have been me, my senior year, I've been 18. So yeah, I was 22, 23. That's like right around that time was like when I was not listening to music mm-hmm. as much for whatever reason. Or was listening to like a certain amount of whatever at that time. Yeah. Uh, Oh, have did you did you ever listen to his mixtape right before Section Eighty Overly Dedicated? Mm-mm. That's another good one. I've probably heard stuff off it. Yeah, I'm cause... I'm assuming you have, but uh, that's a good that's a good mixtape, and then it goes into his mixtape album, whatever you want to call Section Eighty. Yeah, yeah, it's basically an it's, album. It's basically an album. At that time, they called it a mixtape because it was free, but that's it's kind it's kind of like um it's kind of like acid rap. Yeah, all those Where acid rap is kind of an album, but especially coloring book album, but not. That's exactly considered. the era when I wasn't. I was I wasn't listening to what was current as much. I was listening mm-hmm. to like more so my rappers that I liked, what they were doing in that era when because it was like ASAP. I was listening to like I, it was a certain subset. It definitely wasn't as varied as it is now. And I'm, I'm so I was listening to a lot of Fab then, and I wasn't for whatever reason. I don't know why I didn't listen to that fucking album. So you were in the, so you're kind of where I am. You're in like the early 2010s and then late 2000s rappers. 
I mean, the ones that were like, yeah, really like I was popular, like Kanye, Rick Ross, like I was kind of like sticking to that. And then, for and then me, whatever R and B, because I was weirdly, I was listening to new R and B. Like I was listening to mm-hmm. like I was keeping up with Frank, The Weeknd, all that. Mm-hmm. Still not as in depth as it is now, but again, that kind of yeah. makes sense, anyways, as you go through your twenties. Yeah, like that's next, the same with me right now. I mean, I listen to if Chance comes out tomorrow, J Cole, Kendrick, Drake. Kanye, if all of those come out, then I'm gonna listen to. I don't it think I would listen to Chance if he came out, especially after he said, "What the fuck did he say?" He said Justin Bieber's new song was like better than Michael Jackson or so. He said some ridiculous ass. Statement. Yeah, um, the holy song that Justin. Yeah, but I mean, I would listen regardless because I, I definitely segue whatever that person is doing in their music. I can't because then you know they're gonna put out some trash ass music. See, I. See, I just segue that, and I listen to the music as is, and if that's trash, too, then I just throw it in the garbage, but I do open it. I do open the rapper regardless. Well, I definitely get my open, but Chant, I would like begrudgingly listen to Chance right now. It's also last album wasn't good, so yeah. to me it wasn't good at least. Yeah, it, it wasn't, and it was long, and then I've actually had songs come up on my playlist lately from that album that I'm like, this wasn't as bad as it sounded a year ago well, you know no, what I mean well, and I also think of that I feel this way about so many not to cut you off but I feel this way about so many albums I've said this a million times on here I feel like a lot of the big rappers they cut their 22 20 song albums down to like 14 mm-hmm. they could be fuck, like you take the best 14 tracks they could be amazing albums they go from pretty good to amazing but yeah because I feel that way about championships by Meek I feel like you cut that to 15 to 12 songs that's a classic album Mm-hmm. But I agree. But it's for like you know Spotify now with the playlist and whatever you got, Apple Music. Yeah, that all these different vibes kind of come on, and you know in a sense it does work. Chance also came out on a stacked day, at least for me, because he came. Oh no, he didn't. He came out the next day because for some reason he couldn't come out on that Friday. But he came out on the same day as the Lost Boy YBN Corday, mm-hmm. and the same as BJ the Chicago Kid. He mm-hmm. came out with an R&B album that was very good. Yeah, those so, are my favorite days. So for me, that was the third worst album, and I was anticipating that more than any other album. And it kind of was just like, eh. Man, if you like BJ the Chicago Kid, I feel like there's a there's a ton of artists you would really like. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a boatload of artists that I would like if I listened to them. I just haven't listened to them, but I really like BJ the Chicago Kid. Both of his albums are very good. I'm going to give you a whole... Very good. I'm going to give you... I'm going to send you or write you up a playlist, one of the two. I'm, I'm going to be... I'm going to keep my ear out. Danny, I'm going to get you a playlist, too, once I hear some of your trash-ass music, but we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I I want to say also, we, t- we previewed a couple episodes ago that Winston was going to come on here, and he had a retort to... Mm-hmm. Uh, friends john and brandon but he left out of state he just got back so that's that's been on postponement now he's gonna be you know quarantine all that so when he'll come on at some point when he's ready and uh yeah all right thursday night this looks like a good game three old bucks right now they just gotta pick yes i'm looking forward to the weekend the weather's dropping i'm not happy about that but we got dinner scheduled tomorrow we're gonna see a lot of chance this weekend who is a legend not in the our rapper circle. not the rapper more legendary than the rapper chance but the, not the rapper chance the swaffer chance the swaffer something like you know, you know chance chance so yeah looking forward to the weekend we'll be back i'm sure that by the next time we record it'll either be going into game 6 or, or Brown will, will capture his fourth Brown will capture his fourth so 
Be well, everyone. Warner Brothers Podcast. We'll catch y'all.